What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, friends? I've got a free view of the Lost Zane recordings. I dropped two of these a week, Mondays and Fridays, on my Patreon. Okay, it's from the old radio show on 107.3 WBBL. So all of these shows are being released. Uh, I'm on episode 150-something, I don't know, of the two years and nine months that I spent on the radio on 107.3 WBBL. So you get the full show, the rundown of what the heck uh, went on on that day, and so on. All there, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, part of the 15 plus hours of content on my Patreon for five or 10 bucks a month. I don't want to do the whole spiel again because I'm tired. But anyway, that's where you find it. Thank you. Enjoy this free view of the Lost Zane recordings. It is, this is the Eric Zane show. Show number 153. Julius is here. Julius, good morning. Good morning. Kyle is here. A guy that some are on the radio station called The Whale. Uh, Kyle, welcome in. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, not bad. Any uh, any clues as to what happened with the full show podcast yesterday? For some reason, it just wasn't letting us save it. I still have to look and uh, look at all the file numbers, but yeah. for some reason, the four hours I was combining were yeah. adding up to equal more than they really should have. I don't know. I still don't get it. Yeah. You think this was a too many things flying at you at once moment, and you just it was operator error? It's very possible. I can never rule that out. Okay. Now, you're in kind of like a grace period time, because that was a, like the first day you'd ever done this. Should I milk this for all it's worth? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would. You know, um, Tyler usually had Tyler had a long rope. Um, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't until several moments of uh of of imperfection on the podcast until I sent him a terrible, terrible text telling him what the hell is wrong with you. So I th- I, th- I still think you're okay. Well, thank you. Yep. Um all right. So, uh, did you hear that it's going to be, like, really warm today? Like, close to 70 degrees in the next day or so? It'll really? be in at least the mid-60s. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, 68 is the high today. Damn. And then the bottom drops out of it. Sunday, Saturday, it'll be colder, the high of just 44, and a chance of snow and rain. And Sunday, a pretty good chance of snow. With a high of only 37 and a low of 30, so there's and there's a pretty strong chance of uh, some type of snowfall. So here we go. I think that's it for for um, for the year. It has to be, doesn't it? Because I'm looking at the extended forecast till next Saturday, and that takes us that damn near uh, to well, December. Into, in, into December. And we have to stop having these. These. I mean, it's been a great November. Yeah, seen a lot of sun, but I think I think it's officially over. I'll believe it when I see it. You might I'm get enjoying, one more day that's, so that's not bad, but so far it's been excellent. Every time we talk about weather, and I I start to, th- I, I'm wondering if 
the warming of the planet is manifesting on a more of a regular basis that this is the norm as opposed to what we had been used to so many years ago? Or are we, is, is the planet warming up that, that quickly that winter is going to fade out that abruptly? Winter is never going to fade out. Well, you know what I mean, where it's, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's warmer, less snowfall. Yeah. Um, more months have a higher chance of warmer temperatures. You've seen day after tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. That abrupt? Where a, a, a polar vortex will come down and uh, freeze everybody? Eventually, yeah. I think it's going to get so warm that, like, the polar... Wow. Uh, this Arctic Circle basically is going to shift and just screw all of us. That's what I think is going to happen. Movies influencing... They always have. <laughs> I, I'm not saying this is going to happen like tomorrow. They're saying in like a hundred years. Well, you know how like glaciers are melting in key places yeah. that are that are raising the sea level. Mm-hmm. And there's been uh, people saying, well, you know, over time, uh, coastal towns will will go away. They I already mean, essentially. are. And and that's exactly right. They are going away. Um, in 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 sea towns in Florida. Yeah, I think it was Florida. They uh, they actually built the roads on top of the flooding. What has happened? Which is stupid, but uh, is they what was occasionally just a normal storm surge twenty five years ago may reach inland somewhat. Mm. Now it's once a week yeah. the storm surge from just a normal day mm. becomes a problem <laughs> because increase frozen frozen water is becoming liquid water and occupying a hell of a lot more space than it used to on a regular basis, and. Um, I, I, there's now at this point, I don't think there's a damn thing we can do about it. Not really, no. I mean, uh, they call them like platform roads where they they're building above the water line. Right. It's like, okay, I, I guess uh, you know, you got to do something. Eventually, I guess. these towns will be underwater, and everybody's going to have to. There's going to be. It's going to uh, be like Venice. Everyone's going to yes. be in a gondola. Um, yeah, the, you know, the new Tesla gondola. That's even getting worse. There was something I saw about the about the actual place, Venice, Italy, where it's. There were times when it, you know, when the, the water would subside and you could get from place to place in a gondola, and you still can. Mm-hmm. But now it's getting so out of control that it's like flooding all the businesses that were built to oh, be damn. around water. I, I see the picture right here. That's awesome. Venice is uh, is is becoming swamped with water because of global warming. Well, you know what? I can't say that for sure because there are still. I, I mean, I don't know anything. I can only go by what my eyes see and what I mm-hmm. hear, what experts tell me. And I'm not going to be the one that says this is happening, this is not happening. I'm going to go with the experts. This it, it's it's remarkable though the amount of fighting that occurs when you say, yeah, the planet is warming up, and and people will say, no, it's not. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. It's getting warmer. I mean, it's it's math. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't invent math. I didn't invent eyes. I didn't. I wasn't the one who told water where to flow. Right. I'm just looking at it. You can't. You can't see it and then say it's not happening. Right. That's like me suddenly saying I'm the only guy in the room right now. Julius is not in here. Sometimes I wish that. Well, we're pretty much all the time, but it's not. No, I can't. I, I saw a documentary. I don't remember which one it was, but they were going around the world. Uh, they were in Antarctica, I think, or Greenland. And they have this, uh, they basically showed us how much ice is actually melted. 25 feet of ice is melted, like thickness, like from oh, yeah. floor to top of floor, 25 feet. Because they had this uh, meter that they used to drill into the ice. 
And it was, you know, it was just laying there because of all the ice around him melted. Right. Yeah. 25 th- feet, thick feet of ice melted. When Unbelievable. We, when we were in Montana, uh, about... Glacier 20- National Park didn't have that many glaciers? No, not at all. Uh, 25 minutes from the Canadian border, and we hiked to the glacier. And I was like... It was a, it was it, a snowball? Uh-huh. I went, is this, is this it? I told you it was a waste of time. It wasn't. It was a terrific uh, trip. Uh, but marching to it to see it, and then now in years past, you'd of course have summer, and there would it would melt as much as it could, but it wasn't that pronounced. And then you'd get a tremendous winter with a ton of snowfall adding to the glacier, so it would cycle around. Summertime, it would it would uh, the the water would melt, waterfalls and form lakes. It was mm-hmm. it's awesome. And that's still flowing, but it's rapid. And now you've got about seven years, maybe, until the cycle can can't do it anymore, and it, the, the glacier will be gone during the summer. What are they going to? They have to change the name, then, right? What are they going to change it? To? Yeah, I don't know. Of course, the whole the whole thing was formed by a massive glacier. Once was Glacier National Park. Former the the park <laughs> formerly known as Glacier. Hey, we used to have glaciers National Park, but. Um, Still worth it. Still really great. There's uh, a picture um, online of uh, what it looked like in 1938. Oh, and by yeah. By 1981. You can see that it, it has receded the actual where it was to where it is yeah. now. And then there's another one between 1981 and 2009. It's even more, even more damning. Yeah. Oh, God. 1913, 2012. <laughs> mm. So yesterday we, uh, Dave, Jack, and Ed from our sister station and our boss, had to be at a uh, new car dealership called CarMax, which is actually a pretty cool place. It's huge, gigantic on 28th Street. Yeah, it's CarMax, not Car Mini. It's the first one in Michigan. It's actually in, in Kentwood, and uh, it's the first CarMax in the state of Michigan. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, this is the type of place where you're seeing more and more places like this, and CarMax has kind of cornered the market on it, where um, they only sell you cars that are... Um, Still pretty new. You 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 won't find um, really old cars like mine there on the lot. Um, right. But what what you have there is they're basically refurbished cars. Really nice. Like they're too. they're used cars, but they're refurbished to yeah. make like, it look brand new. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, CarMax is awesome. What you do when you go in there is you have a sales staff that are not commissioned, and it's similar to a buying process of when you like go into Best Buy and get a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the price is the price. That's how much the TV costs. That's the way the cars are there. No haggling. Yeah, and they don't. They're not. No one is commissioned sales. They no, all make no haggle price. They all make a pretty good wage to because and so there's no pressure for them to want to push you into something that you may not be interested in because that's the way they're doing it. And they own the finance company so that it's all in and most, and there's a great online feature associated with them. So, and it's a massive lot. I was really, it looks like it. I'm on their website right yeah. now. It looks awesome. So we like were, they're selling a 12,000, 18,000 mile BMW, $24,000. Like yeah. That's pretty damn new. Yeah. What, what year did you 20, 2013, 18,000 miles. Which is very good for twenty five thousand. Yeah, you know, so um, they've really plugged into this element, and the business model has 
repeated itself all over the place. So it's kind of cool that the very first one is in in the, in the whole state is here. So there's a lot of people working there that listen to the show. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, actually, we had a. a I was, don't. I was that. really surprised. Uh, what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. So. Um, well, hello everybody. Well, they. We we go there, and, and the point of it all was that they have all their employees, and they're like a ribbon cutting. The mayor of Kenwood is there, and and there's four media teams that are going to do almost like um, uh, these three activities, parallel parking. Get- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. That's the making model. We of definitely a, lost, right? Absolutely. I work with these people. I know. On the parallel parking... Um, you should have just had Dave Grant do everything because he seems like the type of guy who's... No, he wasn't there. It was Jack and I. Oh. oh okay, so there's four cones and an egg on the top of each cone were indoors inside of their service facility. And uh, Dave, Jack and I, is his own team. He's got a person from CarMax who is his teammate. And she's like telling... Because you're in a Dodge Challenger, Ooh. a really nice car. And you're that's kind of like a NASCAR. You can't really... You don't get a lot of... You can see, like, if you're changing lanes, but to to, to parallel park, you got to be using those side side mirrors and whatever. And I was never, I've never really been great at it, but I was convinced I could get, I could do better than Dave. Because oh, yeah. in 90 seconds, Dave barely got it in between the cones, and it was all sideways. But he did get it done with a few seconds to spare. Todd Chance was there, and oh, God dang it, his co-host on his sh- uh, show at 9 a.m. on uh, Fox 17. Lovely, lovely young lady. They were there. Uh, see if you can find that for me. I forget her name. Um, what is her name? Gosh dang it. Really nice. Not Anne-Marie Laflame. Todd Chance does a show from 9 to 10 on Fox 17. And so he did it really well. And then Jamal Spencer, the sports director from Channel 13. Was Leanne Town. Leanne Town, that's it. Uh, he dominated. Yeah. So it's my turn. I'm last. Oh God, you probably embarrassed us. And I did. Uh, I was the only person that smashed an egg. egg. I smashed an egg. No one else even smashed one egg. How? I'm very well, surprised. I'm, back, I'm backing in, and then I, I cut it, and then all of a sudden the car is sideways, and I hear everybody go, oh, no. And they knew it was bad. And so uh, then I, I tried to straighten it out, and I could not see where the cone was. And sure enough, whammo. We got zero points. Jack and Ed did well, like I said. The second thing is you have to guess make and model of a car covered up. You can't tell. You have to, it is impossible. You have to guess make and model, year and color. What? And it's completely covered. There's, there's no way you can know anything. So it's a wild guess. 
I think you could figure it out. Uh, we got zero points it's on that. circular, it's a beetle. So, yeah, it wasn't that pronounced, though. So only one person got one point on that. So after two out of three events, Who was that? I have zero. Um, actually, Todd Chance got a point because he guessed the year correct. So he, That's so a stab he, in the dark. He's the only one who got one. Then the last thing, there's a bunch of packages, and you have to stuff them in a trunk. You have to you have to jam a trunk full of packages. And I go, Jackinette, you're going to be good at this. It's be- <laughs> Is he good at packing it in? That's what I said. I go, you're going to be so good at this because you're used to stuffing it in, in the trunk. And, and he's like, thanks. Thank you. And so, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. We ended up doing that and got two points. All um, So for the whole thing, we got two Oh and, wow! And These are great. We were in last. Now, Car- should have just played Tetris. Like, have you ever played Tetris? That's basically what it is. Car Max gave a thousand dollars to each of us for. We were playing for a charity. I was playing for kids' food basket. Uh, Jackinette for a pediatric hospice. Um, I forget who Chance and Town were playing for, and then uh, Jamal Spencer was playing for the YWCA. Whoever won got an additional thousand. Ooh. So you had big checks and everything. So you let everybody down. Yeah. All those there's gonna be kids going hungry. Kids going hungry you. because of my terrible performance. But it was a great time. They uh they're 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 really cool people over there. And that's a that's a neat place. So if you get a chance, go see them. They're open for business now, new business in Kentwood, Michigan. So that's pretty cool. Try to haggle the, their price. They're, yeah. They really like they're that. not supposed to. And by the way, Jack Annette was late and um No way, really? Yeah, what, what <laughs> There was a, a moment before we went out to um, the to do the thing that I was just describing to you that um, the president of the company spoke, and um, when he showed up, was he all exasperated? He was <gasps> so late. He was so late. And the thing is, he was doing sound off West Michigan, and then I called. They said, "Hey, is Dave coming? Because we want to get started." I guy called him. I go, "What, Dave? ETA?" He goes, 10 minutes." So they ended up going ahead and getting started. See, they're introducing everybody. Now, I knew this, this next part was about to happen, so I started recording. We have Dave Jackinette. Dave? On the way. Is competing for the YWCA West Central Michigan. Jamal? It's like, oh, yeah. And Eric Zane, the host of the Eric Zane Show on Sports Radio WBBL, is competing for the Kids Food Basket. So. And then I let them down. And then I let them down when I broke my egg. And it was legit, like, one one minute after this got done. You see the doors swing open. Dave, hey, hey, what did I miss? I got everything. Everything. <laughs> you missed everything. everything. Uh, so, Kate Upton, the uh, future Mrs. Uh, Verlander, was busy on Twitter last night. Yeah, After uh, Rick Porcello won the Cy Young Award. It didn't take long. 
before it became clear that things went sideways because Verlander got more first-place votes than Porcello and led in eight of 12 key uh, stat categories. Two baseball writers didn't even put Verlander on their ballot. How does that happen? Which is the problem. When everyone else does, it's not their fault. You guys. You guys are the ones that don't know what you're talking about. Those writers. Those writers, yeah. And they were both from Tampa Bay. Hmm. Exactly. Now, is that connected to, does that have something to do with Porcello? Is he from that team? He's not from that team. No, he's from Boston. From Boston. Um, In addition, one of the categories that, Verlander led was um, was actually he was the worst at and that was run support. Yeah, the Tigers out of all the uh, finalists supported Verlander to the tune of like four and a half runs a game. Meanwhile, Porcello had a ton of run support. He was the the highest, like seven and a half runs. Yeah, the Red Sox were awesome. They had a really good team. They scored a whole bunch of runs for him. Despite that, Verlander still had like seventy more strikeouts this year than Porcello. And in some of these key categories that I don't understand, Verlander was dominant in. Um, and uh, and he had a, a better ERA. You know, there was a lot. I mean, other there was than, a lot going for Verlander. Other than the the one, um, uh, you know, beauty pageant number of wins versus losses. Ooh. You know, that, it's easy to get a lot of sure. wins when your team uh, has uh, scoring on a whole bunch of runs. So Kate Upton saw this. Now, while the rest of the you know, Tiger fans are like, oh, this is crap. And by the way, he only won by five points, yes. Rick Porcello. I think, and that, Basically, if that, those Tampa, that is the difference. Yeah. If those writers would have put him on the ballot, I'm pretty sure he would have won. I don't understand why you, how that happens. I mean, because does, does that mean that they didn't even, because they would, you have to, have write, to write it in, in. Yep. write it in. Right. And they, and you put a first place vote towards whatever candidate, mm-hmm. a second, and then a third, or is there more than that? Third. I'm not sure how far down it goes. I'm pretty sure it does go farther down than that. They just left him off. Well, that's ridiculous, and because of that, he loses. Now, then it takes an even weirder turn <laughs> when very quickly she's firing off tweets between Justin Verlander's brother and Kate Upton. People start like, and a lot of people were most impressed though with Kate Upton's tweet. Oh yeah, the big one was the first one. I thought I was the only one that was allowed to bleep Justin, except she didn't write bleep. She wrote a nasty word, uh, rhymes with duck, starts with an F, ends with a K, and has a UC in the middle. (laughs) That's right. Kate Upton on Twitter said, I thought I was the only only person allowed to bleep Justin. (laughs) How awesome is that? So, Bert, she likes to stand by her man. He's sitting there on the couch, salty, probably. probably a little bit upset. I'm gonna fire this one off right now, and then she drops this bomb, and then even more. She starts getting in Twitter wars with people. Yeah. Now, if you go to what she wrote on in various uh, responses to people who responded to her, who are supportive of Porcello, like you get like some dude from Bleacher Report. He's got three thousand followers. He'll say something sideways, and then she'll respond with, "Oh, you're cute." And then, and then uh, check the stats, then, boo. Justin yeah, won in first one. place vote. Well, then the people who she responded to, they would like screenshot it and oh, make yeah. it their profile pic. It's the greatest day of their lives. <laughs> wow. Uh, at least Ben Verlander kind of kept it above board. He didn't say anything about. I thought I was the only one allowed to bleep Justin Verlander. Yeah, I'd have been really crazy if he they, wrote if that. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you kidding me? Most first place votes and doesn't win. Hashtag salty younger brother explained this. And he, then he reposted the uh, chart that the one that Justin had posted originally. I wonder if J- Justin, because okay. Justin was probably sitting there with Kate. Justin made that chart and posted it a week ago. And that chart was the one we were detailing earlier. And I wonder if maybe some people didn't like that. Uh, screw them. Wasn't crusty old baseball writer. Well, I, I agree with you, but I wonder if that's what did it. If they if they didn't like someone tooting their own horn, he just made a case for himself mm-hmm. is what he did. Uh, maybe they thought that was you know how uh, fickle some oh, of yeah. these writers are, and then they wonder why baseball is a dying sport amongst young people. Uh, I, I I don't know who these baseball writers were. I just know they were from Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean I could probably look it up if I wanted to, but just crusty old guys. That's all it was. Uh, how do you not put Justin Verlander on it when everyone when he got the majority of the first place votes? Seems a little, yeah, fishy. I don't know. Uh, a little bit later on, we will. Um, in fact, next hour, um, with Kate Upton doing what she did, has your significant other ever taken it upon themselves to defend you? Maybe publicly uh, wrote something on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we'll take that call coming up in the next hour. In the very uh, next segment, uh, a Florida man defends himself of child porn allegations in an unusual way. We'll talk about that coming up in just a few short minutes. And if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane Recordings full show at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five bucks or ten bucks a month. Try it out for one month if you like it. There you go. Something new to listen to. You can convert to a yearly and I'll save you 10%. Or cancel that damn thing because it sucks. Thank you for listening. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.